Hi guys. So, my name is Bree. This is my first podcast, so I'm probably going to be a little rough. But the reason why I started making this is because I have a TikTok. Um, it's called Just Bree Always. And a lot of my people that I talk to on TikTok, I go on live every night, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, everyone wanted me to make a podcast because one thing I love so much, guys, I love talking. I could talk all day. And a lot of times when I talk, I share my story. I share a lot about my life. And people are like, I would love to listen to that. I would love to share that with people who aren't in TikTok, you know. It was very inspiring to me. It was very interesting, you know. It's a lot of stuff that I would love to just hear. You talk about different things on a daily basis. Because, you know, I go on at 12 a.m. We don't have all night. I can't always get on during the day. And there's just so many topics that sometimes you can't really get into on TikTok Live because you have other people asking you other questions. And it's just, you know, sometimes the chat goes really fast. So people wanted me to get more into it on a podcast type of um, platform, I'll say. So like I said, bear with me. This is my first podcast. I've heard a podcast before. I've never did one before. I've never really, I mean, I've heard ones here and there. But I've never like sat down and been like, okay, I'm going to sit down and listen to a podcast. So like I said, hopefully as we go on more and more, I'll get a little less rusty. I love to talk, so it's not like I'm nervous or anything. It's just, I might not say my words right every time or whatever, but it is easier knowing that I'm talking on here. Y'all can't see me. So like if I take a sip of water, y'all not watch me while I'm drinking the water or anything like that. I apologize if I am talking a little fast. Like I said, I hope I get a little bit better as time goes on, but um, I've always been known for being a, a fast talker. But I thought something cool to do, because I know if I was listening to a podcast, I would like to know a little bit more about the person I'm listening to. Because if I'm picking somebody who's like 14, that's not going to work for me. I'm, I'm 23 years old. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. So that's not going to necessarily work for me. Or if I'm listening to someone who's a male and he's 40, but he's single with no kids, his perspective, depending on what the subject could be, could be valid to me. But as we go more into it, it may not work for me. There might not be nothing wrong with it for the next person, but it just may not work for me. So I thought I could probably attract way more people and not waste other people's time. If I came up with, I said 20 at first, but I thought 20 may be too much. So 10 frequent sorry guys questions I feel like my listeners will want to know about me so like I said a lot of my listeners are coming from TikTok so some of them know some of the stories or some of them have heard the stories but wanted me to get a little more in depth with it again guys I'm sorry if I'm you know not saying things right this is my first one but I hope I do attract you guys to come back next time okay so first question I came up with was how old are you so I'm 23 my birthday is January 7th, so I just turned 23 about, what, six months ago, seven months ago? So, yes, I'm 23, guys, but I would say I have an old soul. Um, I'm the youngest of three, so I have a brother who's 37, I believe, 30, turning 38, and I have a sister who's 34, and me and my sister are really close. Me and my brother are really close as well. So being the youngest in the house with a big age gap, always had me have an old soul, you know, like in my house, even when the 90s were over, it wasn't really over, like we were still listening to 90s music, watching 90s TV shows, Moesha, Sister Sister, Smart Guy, Boy Meets World, so I was really, even though my peers may have been watching like 
Hannah Montana. And I did watch that from time to time. I was still really stuck in Sister, Sister, Moesha, Boy Meets World. So I would definitely say I identify more with 80s babies from what I've been told from a lot of people. Um, I always hung out with my sister's friends at well because we were very close and she always kept me with me. She always kept me with her, sorry. Always kept me with her. So I would definitely say I identified more with people over my age than people my age. So even though I may be 23, you'll probably see as time goes on, I have more of a soul of a mm, late to mid 80s baby. Because that's what I was around the whole time, you know? Um, family. So like I said, I have a brother and a sister and I'm the youngest. Um, I grew up in a great Christian household. Great parents, amazing family. We're very close knit. I never had any problems. Um, my parents always accepted me for whatever, loving, like I said, always there to support me. Awesome family. Um, I'm married now, I've been married for four years, and I have a daughter of my own, and she is two. She just turned two about two weeks ago. So she's my whole world. She's my best friend. And if you guys know me on any other platform, you'll see. Like, I love being a mom. I don't think there's anything better than being a mom for me doesn't work for everybody else that's 100% fine but for me being a mom is like my prized position I'm um as you'll see in other questions I never knew if I would be able to be a mom so being a mom is awesome cancer is question number three so a lot of people who are coming in here know a little bit about my cancer story because like I said they have me on TikTok and I did a little skit about it. So I'll go a little bit more in depth. I'm not sure how long podcasts are supposed to last. So I won't get too into it, but I will get more in depth than I was able to on TikTok. So when I was six, I had very bad stomach pain. And my mom was like, oh man, like maybe it's just like constipation, something like that. You know, I'm six, so you never know. So she took me to my pediatrician. My pediatrician was like, oh, we can give her, um, you know, like an enema or whatever they're called. See if it gets better with time. Just have her go back home. So, you know, that's the first time. That's understandable. Went back home. Stomach's still hurting. My mom takes me back. She's like, you know what? It's not getting better. I can see the doctor's office clear as day as if I'm there right now. You know, it's, it's a memory. Don't forget. So I'm sitting there. She's like, oh, I think she's exaggerating. I don't think it's as bad as she's portraying. How a six-year-old is exaggerating, I don't know, but that's what she told me. So my mom's like, well, we'll try something else and we'll take her home. But I'm not getting any better. So my mom's like, I don't care what the doctor said. I'm taking her to the hospital. So she took me to the hospital. And when she took me, I'll never forget, I was coloring a picture. And they had me in this room separate from my parents. So they had ran tests that night. And I just remember my parents trying to keep like a calm face, but you could tell something was wrong, you know? And I remember putting my picture on the glass wall, because it was a glass wall of a hospital room, and just thinking, oh, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to go home, but I didn't. I did not go home for a very long time because I had Wilms tumor. I had cancer on my kidney. So, you know, when they catch cancer, they can't risk you going home. They don't want you to wait it out and it'd be too late. So everything kind of moved fast from there. I didn't go home. Um, I know some people who have cancer, they go and come back for radiation and chemo. I stayed in the hospital. Not really quite sure why. I don't know if it's because of my age or because things progress faster. I'm not. Some things like that, those details are kind of blurred. And if people are more interested in my story, I can definitely find out those details from my mom. But I know it's a very hard thing for her to relive sometimes because I'm a mom. If that was to happen to my daughter, I don't know how I would do i would want to forget that too but 
for me, a lot of de details I can't forget that I don't want to bring up for her. But um, I do know, like, I went through um, one surgery and they couldn't get into my kidney that well. So they did another surgery to get into my kidney. They took it out, was able to take out the tumor and the kidney. They had to take out the kidney, too. So I only have one kidney on my right side, not my left side. Um, and I have lost a lot of weight. At some points, I wouldn't eat. I remember my sister's best friend. I always had a crush on him. Like I said, I was always with my sister. And I thought he was cute. So he was like, listen, Brie, can you eat this pretzel for me? And I was like, okay. And I ate it for him. And that's when I started eating. And I never stopped since then. Love food. That's something else you'll learn about me as time goes on. But, you know, it was very scary. I lost my hair. I had to wear wigs to school. Um, I was very sick, you know. And as a kid, sometimes you don't realize the severity of things. I'm six, so just think about it. I'm like my niece's age. My niece is about to be six. So I'm a very young child. You don't realize the severity of it. And you kind of try, you know, my parents didn't bring it up a lot because it was painful for them. But I had to go to doctor's appointments every six months for a little bit. And then every year up until the time I was 21. So going back there, seeing those kids so sick, realizing I had the same thing they did brought back a lot of suppressed memories for me. So that's when I really started to remember a lot. It was scary. I had to be out of school. I believe it started in February. I think I was out until May. So February, March, April, that's about three months I was out. My teacher came and visited me. I'll never forget that. I think that's where my love for teaching came in because like she didn't have to do that, but she came in and she visited me. And, um, after a while, I was able to go home. If I ever spiked a fever, I had to come back because it was something we couldn't play with. So it was definitely something scary, definitely something I'll never forget. Um, my sister is my best friend. And one memory I will always remember with her, my brother was there a lot too, but he was also in college. But my sister was in high school and she would go to school every day. And as soon as she would get home from school, she'd spend the night at the hospital, never left my side. And she is somebody I inspired. That's a whole nother story for another day. But I had a great support system. It's just cancer was scary, but I, in a way, thank God for it because I'm able to witness to a lot of people, whether you're religious or not, I can just speak about how I came through on the other end and how I'm healthy now, was able to have a baby. Um, I had complications a little bit because of the one kidney after I had her, but she was a completely healthy baby. They didn't know if I would be able to have kids or if I had kids, I have to have them a little bit earlier. Um, I'm 23. Um, yeah, I'm 22. Three. Oh, yeah, 23 now. Excuse me. And uh, I had her at 21. So it was relatively early, but I just thank God she was healthy. So that's a little bit about the cancer story. We can always get more in-depth if anyone's interested. And like I said, this is my first night just kind of getting you guys to know me. So I have a couple cool scars from that. And I love sharing my story. Um, There's been people who have told me that their kids have cancer and they ask me questions. I love it. You know, they say, oh, I'm, I'm sorry to have you relive it. I love it. I love being able to talk to you guys and tell you guys my story. I was telling my husband, sometimes you kind of detach from it. You tell the story so often. You're like, yeah, I tell the story. But you kind of detach yourself from it until you sit down and think like, wow, that story is because I went through it. So it, it is pretty cool. I mean, not cool, but it's, it's nice that I can help people, you know do this podcast and help people. But I, I promise this podcast is not going to be all about cancer. It will be about other things too. So if you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to that. You know, that's really sad. It won't. I'm a very happy person. I've been through it, but I'm here, guys. I'm alive. So I'm like an extremely happy person. Mental health. So I talk a lot about mental health. I'm a really big mental health advocate. 
I love talking about mental health. Um, I have anxiety and PTSD, as you can imagine, just from having cancer, but I have had other things happen as well. Um, I love helping people with anxiety. Some things I can share that has helped me. Some things I'm still trying to see what helps, you know. Um, I've had a lot of people that I know deal with depression. I've had a couple people that I know um, commit suicide. So I really make it my mission to help people if they're depressed, if they're anxious, if they're feeling up one minute and down the next. I want to help them. If it's something beyond my control, beyond my help, I want to get them the help or just be a listening ear. Sometimes you don't even have to say much. If you just sit there and let them just pour out their feelings and talk, sometimes that's all they need. I have my mom luckily, so sometimes I just call her and when I'm feeling really anxious, I just load it off on her. I tell her about this one and this and this situation. And sometimes that works better than anything that anyone could have said. Just me venting to her, telling her about what happened, just feels good. It's like letting it release. It's like really just feeling the anxiousness come out of your body. So sometimes it's not even the advice you need. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not the advice you need. You just need someone to listen. So I really love being that person for someone. And like I said, if it is something that they need advice for, I've been through a lot sicknesses and, and other topics. So I feel like I can help them. So I, I love dealing with mental health. It's definitely a situation that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about and it needs to be talked about. So that's something I will definitely bring up on my podcast. What are your passions? Was another question that I thought of. Number five, my passions is helping people. I love kids one. First and foremost, I love kids. Excuse me, sorry. Um, I love kids. My sister has four. I have one. My sister-in-law has five. My other sister-in-law has one. And my brother-in-law has two. So I'm always around kids. I love kids so much. I work in a school with first graders. And um, I love being a positive role model. Because I feel like sometimes kids don't have that. So when I see people on TikTok who are younger, who are under 16, who are under 12, tell me, that, oh, that's awesome. Oh, you're such a role model for me. That really means something to me. That really makes me happy. So that's something that I love so much. Um, another passion for me is I love sharing my stories of my life. I'm an open book. So there's no topic that I really discuss that's off limits. It may bring back memories for me, but that's, that's okay. If it helps somebody, that's all I want. I want to help somebody. I want to change somebody's life. I've been through a lot, and I know a lot of people go through a lot. People go through worse than what I've been through. So if something that I share makes someone smile, makes someone happy, um, that's worth it to me. Whether it's me going off and telling a speech about something I went through or just make, I love making people laugh too. Because sometimes I know it's cliche, but laughter is the best medicine. So like I said on my TikToks, I try to make people laugh a lot so that if they are going through a dark time, maybe they just scroll and see my video and they laugh. And that's for a few seconds that they're not feeling so sad anymore. Or maybe they come talk to me and I can share it to them, listen, I've been there, but I'm on the other end of that now. And now that helps them see, oh, wow, she's on the other end. There is another end. Sorry, guys, my voice cracked. Allergy season, sorry. But, you know, if that helps them, that's what I want to do. I want to help people. I want to make people laugh. I would love to be on a, on a global platform. It'd be awesome to be famous. And not for the reasons that people think. I want to be famous so people like me, people who dealt with serious situations like cancer, people who may be of darker skin tone. I've been bullied for being dark. 
So maybe girls, little girls like me who think, oh, wow, we can't do anything. We can. Maybe for people who have mental health issues who think, oh, wow, people only see me for my mental health. We don't. We see you for you. So I just want to be that person for people. That would be my um, dream. That would be my passions, I would say. My occupation, I'm a teacher's assistant um, for a special education program in a school that I work in. Um, that's about all I'm going to say. Love working with kids. I've worked with kids for a very long time, on and off. I worked at daycares, and right now I work in the school district, and I love it. Love my job. Dream job. My dream job would be to do this. It would be to either host like a radio show or a talk show on TV, like be the next Jimmy Fallon. That'd be awesome. Traveling, seeing celebrities, talking to them, getting into in-depth situations, being like a Dr. Phil would be awesome. Um, sharing my life story and really changing lives, just not here in my hometown. Because people know me here and sometimes it's just like, okay, that, that's whatever. But changing people's lives globally, where someone's life is changed in UK, someone's life is changed in California. I would love to have what happened to me, all the dark times, be a sense of light for somebody. And then also host a talk show just of light things, asking questions, talking about music, that kind of stuff would be awesome. I also love writing. So to be a writer would be awesome. Um, a writer for TV shows. I always have a lot of good ideas in my mind for like movies, TV shows, books. Writing is a nice outlet for me. It's a very, temp where's, I'm sorry, therapeutic thing. Sorry, guys. Like I said, this is my first podcast. So sorry. Very therapeutic to me. So I would love to be able to do that full time. That would be awesome. Mission statement for this. So for this podcast, what I want for you guys is to listen. And I wanted to bring a smile to you. Very simple. I wanted to bring a smile to your face, whether it's because I'm telling a funny story or because I'm talking about how I think Drake's new song is awesome or because I'm talking about how I had cancer and I'm okay now. I wanted to bring a smile to your face, whether it's inspirational or just something completely silly. I am a very all over the place type of person. I'm always happy, but I can talk about something that's very heavy and then talk about something that's very light. I love food, so I can easily talk about, oh, guys, I went to this restaurant and I ordered this food and it was really good. And then I can easily talk about that just like I can easily talk about guys. When I go to a hospital, I start hyperventilating because I get PTSD from when I was in the hospital. And that's heavy stuff right there. And that's stuff that I just found out about myself recently. So I like to switch it up because I want to attract different viewers. I want to attract that girl who had cancer too. I don't want to attract that guy who's been, you know, who's gone through a miscarriage because whose wife has gone through a miscarriage or girl because I've been there too. I want to attract the person who loves to write because I love to write too. I want to attract the person who loves old school music because I love old school music too. I want to attract all different kinds of people. And I wanted to bring smiles to all different types of people. Because we all have stuff in common. We're all the same at the end of the day. So I just want to attract different people. That's my mission statement for this. And I just want all those people to have a smile on their face. Whether it's for different reasons. They can, like I said, it could be because they're like, wow, she's gotten bullied like me. I was bullied when I was younger. Or I'm young now and I get bullied. But now I feel better to know it's not just happening to me and she's okay now. Or wow. I was just sitting here chilling, and she was talking about how she loved Chick-fil-A. Man, I love Chick-fil-A too. She's funny. Whatever one it is, I just want you to walk away from my podcast and have a smile on your face. Pure and simple. 
um, childhood. You want you probably want to know more about my childhood. Just see my background. Excuse me. Um, like I said, I came from a good Christian household. My dad's a very hardworking man. My mom stayed at home with us, so that was awesome. She was always there for everything. Me and my sister and my brother were always very close. Um, my brother went off to college um, for political science. My sister, she's awesome. She has four kids. She's a single mom. She's one of the, no, I would say she probably is the strongest person I know. You guys think I'm strong because I've gone through cancer, and I am. I would definitely say I'm strong. I wouldn't sell myself short, but she's even stronger. She's a single mom raising four kids in this day and age. So she's definitely my role model. Um, excellent childhood. I have excellent childhood stories that I could tell y'all for days. And if I get some people in here who like it, I would love to get feedback on what you want my next story to be about. Because I could definitely share those stories. Because a lot of those stories shaped who I am today. Your childhood, a lot of times, shapes who you are today. So outside of what happened and like my sicknesses, at home, I had an amazing childhood. I just pray I can give my daughter the childhood I had because it was amazing. And I definitely tried. And I think I'm doing pretty good. So number 10, like I said, is what we'll be talking about. Like I said, I want to switch it up. I mean, if you think about it, if you watch any talk shows, talk show on TV, one week, like I used to watch Oprah back in the day when I was younger because my mom loved it. One week she would be talking about AIDS or HIV. The next week she would be talking about Tom Cruise jumping on couches. It changes every week. And that's, I mean, my dream would be to be a talk show host. So I want mine to change. Like, I want one day to talk about, oh, guys, did you see, I don't know, J. Cole's new song? And did you see that J. Cole said he may be retiring from music? Isn't that crazy, guys? And talk about that. And then one week, maybe we can get really in-depth into about my cancer story. You guys can know a little bit more. Because I know there's moms out there who kids have cancer. And you wonder... When they're done with this, what will happen? And sometimes I say to me, I was so young. So cancer, going through it was the easy part. The scars that were left behind is the hard part. And I'm not talking about the scars on my stomach. That doesn't bother me. I embrace those. I wear crop tops. I love it. Just the scars of like, okay, I go into a hospital. They said they need to admit me. I remember one time I was trying to pull the needles out. I'm like, guys, I can't stay here. Like I was crying because... I just got so scared that they were going to keep me forever because it's just something that clicks in your head. And it's like PTSD, like, oh, my God, I came here once before and they didn't let me go. What if they don't let me go? So I would love to share that with parents who have kids who have cancer. I would love to share that, yeah, your kid can have it, but they can live a healthy life after. I also have epilepsy. I would love to talk to people about that, my anxiety, my PTSD. Yes, guys, I have a lot, but I will also love to show you guys how happy I really am. I'm an extremely happy person. I remember people used to tell me, girl, what are you beyond? Because we want to be happy like you. I said, guys, listen, I literally don't do anything. I just love life. I think I've had like a couple near-death experiences. And since I know that life can be taken from you so quick, I cherish it that much more. I have a beautiful daughter. I have an excellent husband. Though he gets on my nerves as any husband does sometimes. He is excellent to us. I have an amazing family. I have a job that I actually miss going to during this quarantine. I live in an apartment that I actually like. That I can have a podcast room in my apartment. I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy that if one day I don't like my situation, I can change it. Because I'm here and I'm alive. So I would love you guys to see that. As long as you're on this earth, 
you can change your situation because every day is a gift and you can change as long as you're here. You can live life. You can enjoy because it's when we're not here is that's when everything's over. That's when it's like, wow, that's the end. But as long as we're waking up in the morning, we have an opportunity to be happy. All of us do, no matter what you've been through. I've been through the roughest of times. My sister's been through the roughest of times. I have friends that have been through things that you wouldn't believe in. I hope that as this podcast gets more and more popular, I can have them on here and they can tell you some of their stories. Because like I said, I know that cancer is serious, but I also know that what I've been through is not the most severe thing that other people have been through. Some people have been through worse. But as long as you're waking up in the morning, you have the opportunity to make life great. So I love being happy and I love making other people happy and I love smiling and I love, like they used to literally put my report at school um, what do they used to say? Like, I usually got good grades. So they would say, okay, Brianna got A plus in this class. She is always smiling. And my dad always says this phrase to this day. Never lose that beautiful smile. Because they used to write that in all my classes. Never, use that, never lose that beautiful smile. They would say that in every single class. I would work. I used to work at my local grocery store. And they used to be like, I don't know how you do it. There's a real customer and you're just still smiling. There has to be some time when you get upset. I'm like, I mean, I'm human. So someone's being, I don't like bullies. And I will talk about bullies a lot too because there's been a lot of kids that have came up to me and even adults that have said that they've been subjected to bullying. And that's something I do not like and I do not stand for. So I will talk about bullies. That's something that gets to me. People who do not want to see people succeed. It just gets to me. Um, and there's other times that I'm just human. You know, I do make it upset, but it doesn't last. Even if I'm mad at my husband or something, I'll be mad for like, an hour and then I'm like okay like let's go because I'm just I'm a happy person it takes so much energy for me to be mad you know it takes no effort for me to be happy it's just something that comes naturally so when you guys see me if you know me in real life or when you see me on TikTok you're like oh wow she's jumping and she's doing all this stuff and she's so bubbly she must be exhausted at the end of the day because she's just always so happy no I'm exhausted when something gets me mad I'm exhausted when something gets me sad because that's just not my personality. My personality is someone who's so happy. And I really think it is because of what's happened to me. I've been given a gift. Who, like, some people can't say they lived through cancer. Some people can't say they lived through epilepsy. Some people can't say they've lived through some of the things that I've gone through. So it's just like, I have all before turning 25. I'm only 23. So it's just cool to me. So I just, like I said, I take every day as a gift. I want to just help as many people as I can get to my level of happiness. So that's really my mission statement. I haven't really figured out yet, guys, how often I'm going to be posting, whether it will be weekly. It definitely won't be anything less than weekly. It may be more, maybe every other day, depending on, I want to help you guys. You know, I want to help you guys. So if you guys are saying, wow, your podcast podcast helps me every morning listening to it on the way to work. Or it helps me unwind at night when I'm having a bad day. I wish I had something daily. I would try to record daily. Like right now I'm recording this at 2 a.m. I don't sleep. I have insomnia as well. That's another thing I forgot to mention. I have insomnia. So I don't sleep. So I have no problem making these at night and then posting them for you guys to have in the morning. If daily helps. If you're like, you know, mm, this is too much content to keep up with. Think once a week is good enough. Cool. Once a week works for me. 
If you're like, you know what? Beginning of the week, end of the week sounds good to me. Beginning of the week. Sure. Because like I said, I'm happy regardless. As long as I'm helping y'all. I have my family. I have my health. I'm happy. So if I can get you guys to be happy and I can help you guys, you guys tell me what works for you. And I hope it's a success. I would love my podcast to go, what's it called, viral. I would love for it to be world known. I would love for, I don't know how they figure it out. If there's a number I would see, but I would love a thousand people to listen, a million people. But even if not, even if it's just one person and they listen and they say, wow, your podcast was awesome. Your podcast really helped me. I look forward to it. I will keep making it for that one person. Because who says that you have to entertain so many people? I want to. I mean, I think anybody would want to. That'd be awesome. But then you're forgetting about that one person if you just stop. So I would continue. Now, if there's zero people, that's nobody listening. That's just me, I guess, wasting my breath. But there's just one person who listens and they're like, wow, Bree, that really helped. I'm really glad you shared that. Or Bree, you told me that you liked this and this show. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Thanks. Or Bree, when you told that story about this and this time, that was funny. That put a smile on my face. I really enjoyed that. I will continue to make these podcasts. Like I said, this is my first time I was told I should try it. My friend gave me this app to try. So I'm trying it. So as time goes on, I'll be a little less rusty. I'll get a little used to it. So guys, bear with me. But I do appreciate who's ever listening to this to the end for listening to it. And I hope you enjoyed. And I hope that you will listen to the next one, guys. I don't know the topic yet, so definitely check it out. I'm not sure when I'll do it yet either. I want to see how this one goes. And I hope you had an excellent time listening. I really enjoyed doing this. And I hope it helps at least one person, guys. Thank you. Bye.